Thanks for tuning in to Multipliers Minute. Here with your leadership key, I'm Emily James, founder of Multipliers Leadership. These leadership lessons will empower you to develop your passion and multiply your influence so you can lead well. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about productivity, but this is going to be the first one of three weeks. So we're going to talk about productivity over three weeks, but a different topic within uh, becoming more productive each week. So we're going to talk today specifically in the area of planning. And I know it can sort of sound like, oh gosh, here we go, or we all know to a, a level or a degree that we need to plan to be more productive in life, whether that be in our leadership or even our personal life, when we want to be productive when it comes to cleaning our house or whatever, simple things to um, our goals and, and our ministry and our careers. Planning is important. I think we would all agree that that is um, something that we know. But funny enough, Planning is one of the most neglected things. I'll give you an example. If I have a morning or a day or whatever it might be where I'm like, okay, this is cleaning day or this is, I got a few hours, I need to just clean the house from top to bottom. I am more productive in it when I set out as simple or sometimes as even silly as it may seem. When I say, okay, this is what I'm going to do and this is sort of the stage. So I'm going to start at the top of my house. I'm going to work through the bedrooms, cleaning up whatever's on the ground. Then I'm going to vacuum. Then I'm going to wipe down the bathrooms, whatever, whatever that looks like. As I, when I have a plan of how I'm going to do it, I'm actually more productive in my cleaning. Then if I'm like, okay, I've just got to get some stuff done. I'm just going to start. And you know what happens? I go from the laundry room to throw in some laundry. Then I go to the bathroom to start wiping down things. Then that reminds me of something I need to get in another room. And then I start cleaning that room. And then, and suddenly a couple hours have gone by and there's little parts of my house that are clean, but I'm like, I feel like I haven't done anything. Do you understand what I'm saying? I think so. I think you would agree. Um, And if you are someone who owns your own house, you have, you're cleaning up after people, you would probably, you've probably been in similar situations as that. Now that's an example, but that happens in our life, in our leadership, in our daily, um, you know, just getting things done, organizational level. And it's often from our lack of planning. If you wanna have a really productive day, you should plan out what your day is going to look like. Um, what am I gonna get done off the bat? What am I gonna cross off? When I just jump into my day and start answering emails, not fully thinking about what I need to accomplish or um, what meetings do I have and what's the time frame that I have in between them, then suddenly my day gets away from me and I don't feel like I've been productive. But I also started to answer this email and then this led to that and that led to this rather than saying, okay, what do I really need to accomplish today? What is most important? And how, how many? how long do I think it's gonna take And what does the rest of my day look like? What are things I can get done that maybe aren't on the top of the list, but I got other things done, so now I can accomplish these things. So that happens to us so often. So we're gonna talk today, 
first key when it comes to being more productive in your life. And these are things that you can take in your personal life, your leadership, your career, your organization, volunteering at a church, whatever it is, whatever situation you're in and all of the above, you can take this these keys over the next through uh, three weeks into being a more productive person, more productive leader, a more productive uh, whatever your job is. So we're going to talk about what makes for good planning. Planning is some, um, something that we can even develop. Some of us are just not good planners, but this is where if we start building it into what we do and who we are, then we start to develop and hone in on those skills of planning to be a more productive person. So the first one, really important one, is plan to plan, okay? Why I don't sit down and start mapping out what my day looks like is because I haven't thought about when I'm even going to do that. So I sit down at my desk and automatically my first reaction is to start answering emails. And then I can get three hours into my day and feel like all I did was answer some emails. Now, don't get me wrong. That's important too. And and they're important emails to answer. But what happens is we're not prioritizing what we need to do. But it all comes because the first thing that we did was we sat down, we started getting into our emails without first thinking, how should my day go? What do I need to get done? What is important? And so we need to set time aside to do our planning. We actually need to plan to plan. So what is it? When are the best times for you to plan? Is there a time at the beginning of the week that you can plan out your week? Is there a time at the beginning of the day or maybe the night before that you can plan out your day? If you're planning or there is a project that you're working on, set out the first couple hours just to plan on what does this look like? Who is responsible for what? What are the timelines that we need to accomplish? Like the if you set, think of planning for any project, any goals, um, anything that you wanna do, anywhere that you wanna be productive, think of planning as like, the roots, the very foundation. You may not see them, but they are what's going to make this thing work or grow, right? The roots are under the ground. We don't see them, but we know that's the thing that is actually building up this tree or this plant or whatever. And same thing with planning. Sometimes you're like, okay, I just got to jump right into this. I just got to get started or I'm on a tight timeline. Let me just start doing this. But you will actually be more productive and be better off in tight timelines when you take and dedicate some time specifically to plan. So any project that you're starting, anything that you want to accomplish, any goal that you've set out, really look at it and say, how is this going to happen? What are the timelines? Who's responsible? How do I need, what resources do I need? Who do I need to get involved? Uh, Plan it out. Any new strategy, any new change, any new development in a ministry, in a team, in your own 
personal life, any new venture that you want to take out, take that time, sit down, really plan it out. It will help you in the long run to be more productive. Number two is to set goals. Goals sometimes I think get this complex, right? Because so often we make like our um, five-year goals or even a couple months goals. And, you know, for so many of us, we set these goals and we don't accomplish them or they don't happen the way that we wanted it to or didn't happen in the time frame or we forget how many of us have made like spreadsheets or, um, what, use different documents to set goals, to make goals, and we've never gone back to revisit it. Are you working in a church where you make a ministry plan or something? You know, what does this year look for? And you wrote it, and a year later you're like, wow, I never looked back at my ministry plan. But goals are so important to make, and they're important to keep because they will keep you focused on what you want to accomplish. And of course, that's going to help you be more productive. So when we're talking about planning, we need to even narrow that down to specific goals. Set the goals, set the timelines, and then revisit this. If this is something that you got to take out of, if it's a spreadsheet in your Google Doc Drive, take it out, write the goals on a piece of paper and put them up in your Um, notebook or on your mirror or on your laptop or whatever it might be but it is so important to have those goals in whatever you are looking to accomplish when I was writing out my book the very first thing I did was create a timeline and goals of what I wanted to accomplish and when I wanted to accomplish it before I started writing the book before I even had a title to the book I knew a concept, like I had the thoughts, this is why I wanted to write a book, because I had sort of the thoughts and ideas. But before I even actually started typing anything out or writing anything, I set out, what are my goals? So I my goal was to write the book in a year and a half time frame and to publish it. So you know what I did? I literally started to look up how long it takes to self-publish a book. And I started to work my timeline backwards. Okay, if the publish, if the editing process generally takes six to eight weeks, and if this publishing time frame, and I'm just throwing out numbers for the sake of it, takes three months, then I know that I need a good five month time frame of just editing and publishing. And then I want a month of promo. And so all these things. And then, so it was like, okay, well, if I want to do it in a year and a half and all this is going to take six months, then I have a year to write the book. Okay. If I have a year to write the book, then how does that look? So honestly, I wrote chapters with knowing a deadline that I needed to accomplish them by because what it did was force me to take that time to sit down and write the book. Now, I didn't have a timeline based on anything else. I was self-publishing this book, so it was not like I had a publisher who was giving me timelines or anything. It was based on what I had set out, the goal that I had made, and I just worked in a good timeline. I worked my way backwards. I researched what it would look like. So let's say chapter one, I figured was gonna take me a month. I gave myself that timeline of a month to write chapter one. So I knew when I was halfway through, oh wow, I'm halfway through the month. I gotta dedicate another, you know, 
six, seven, eight hours to writing the rest of this, this chapter. And so I had a goal that I set out. And so I knew what I wanted to accomplish by when, and that actually helped me, me helped me to be more productive because so often what will happen and especially, and I talk to people all the time, this is just an example of writing a book, but this could be other things in your life that you want to do where things are not set up. There's no goals or no timelines or really fluid about the timelines. And what happens is it's like, oh, I'll get it done when I have time. Or I'll get it done when the kids go to bed or, and then the kids go to bed and you're tired and you're like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Why? Because you've got no goal set out. You've got no real time frame. You've got nothing to motivate you to say, hey, let's work on this. Let's get this done. So goals are actually so important. As often as we think, oh, don't make goals. We don't stick to them anyway. This is what you should do or this is what you should do. Goals are so important, but it's so important to stick to them. So how can you do it? Write it out, have an accountability partner, set a time frame based on and that someone will hold you to it. But whatever it is, make sure to set goals. This will help you understand what resources do I need? Is there any financial thing I need to think about? Do I need to be saving money for this? All of these things will help you as you look it out. If you go, most of us would know the SMART goals, so the specific, measurable, attainable um, uh, reachable and time bound. So those are ways to incorporate things that will help you make holistic goals, goals that are real goals that are achievable and goals that you can reach, but you need to make them and then begin to write out the things that help you uh, to accomplish them. So the time frame, the resources, the financial side of things. Okay. And the last one, when it comes to planning, to be more productive, we need to plan. So we need to plan to plan. We need to set that time aside where we are going to plan. We need to set goals and be very specific about them and make sure we have timelines. And we need to overestimate and underestimate our planning. So let me tell you what that means. Overestimate the time it will take you to accomplish something. And underestimate what you will accomplish in a day. Now that second part may feel like, oh, well that's sort of underachieving. But the good thing about that is if you accomplish all the things that are on your list, you can go on to other things. You can begin to do other things. But what happens is if we actually overestimate what we can do, so we actually put on our plate too much, we'll get overwhelmed by it and we'll be less productive. Sometimes we get so overwhelmed by what we our to-do list that we created that we actually don't do well at all in terms of crossing it off. But if we say, okay, I've got eight hours, these couple things are going to take me this much time and you focus on them and they get done, suddenly you're like motivated and ready to do more. And you'll just feel so accomplished and so productive that you'll wanna get more things done. But if we put too much on our plate per day, we are going to feel overwhelmed and a little out of control and we'll be less productive. So you wanna underestimate what you can get done in a day, but overestimate the time it will take to do things. So if I think 
if I want to accomplish that day, say, for instance, uh, again, just an example of the book, but I want to write 500 words. Again, I'm throwing out just numbers and times. It's not specific, so don't hold me to these exact numbers, but 500 words today. I want to write 500 words. And it's been taking me about an hour and a half to write 500 words. Well, then estimate about two hours or maybe even two hours and 15. So I'm going to set aside from 9 a.m. to 11.15 a.m. to do this. And again, I see that because what happens if you're writing and in the midst of it, you get a phone call you need to take or an email comes in that you need to respond to or you know, if you're like me and you have kids and get interrupted by it. Or what I used to do when I'd read my, write my book, I'd go to a coffee shop while my in-laws watch the kids. Well, what happens if they call me and they need me to go back and drop something off or I need to pick them up early because one of the kids isn't feeling well? Then it allows for more time for us to just deal with that, to be able to not get again overwhelmed because oh man we only gave ourselves an hour to do this and this really should have taken three hours to do and suddenly we're like now this is kind of feeding into the other things I had planned to do today so again if we overestimate that time frame then we can always go back and do more stuff Maybe we go on to write another 500 words if we estimated, you know, three hours and it only took an hour and a half. Well, great. Now I'm ahead. I've doubled my time. I got ahead by a whole extra 500 words. So these are examples how we really want to make sure that we are uh, overestimating our time that it will take to do things. So if it takes an hour, give yourself two hours and underestimate what we can get done in a day. So Rather than give ourselves 10 things to accomplish in a day, start with the first five most important things. Again, that will depend how long each thing will take. But then if you get those accomplished, then move on and you're ahead of the game. You haven't gotten behind. You're actually ahead as opposed to feeling overwhelmed, out of control. So those are ways to be more productive. How planning and being very specific and strategic about our planning can actually help us be incredibly more productive as leaders. Thank you for listening to our Multipliers Minutes where we discuss leadership keys that will empower you to develop your passion and multiply your influence. For more, check out www.multipliersleadership.com.